0: What's going on, everybody? You're listening to Back to the Future. This is the podcast where we talk about films and entertainment. My name is Joseph. And I'm Edward. I'm Ugo. Everybody, welcome. Welcoming Ugo back to the show. Um, so Monday, they released the uh, Academy Award uh, Oscar nominations and our residential expert on, we do all, that every year. on all award shows and award winner himself, Emmy Award winner.
1: You know, whatever. <laughs>
0: nbd no big deal you know uh yeah so that's what we're gonna be talking about today and we're gonna let ugo take the reins and guide us through through all the nominations and uh you know edward and i will give our input and whether we we saw the film or not so ugo take it away baby
1: and i will say y'all have seen some of these films i know for a fact um Mm. but uh you've actually done some episodes on them so if anybody wants to check them out afterward it might be a good idea
2: Edward's
0: Um, favorite. What was your favorite? Which one? I did uh, Anya Taylor. Anya, Anya. No, Anya. Anya Taylor. Um,
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, Emma. (laughs) And uh, It's crazy that that's for this Oscars round. We saw that.
2: Yeah, it seems like three years ago.
1: But I guess because the... So, so in a quick little, you know, uh, rundown of how the Oscars are going to work this year. It is... um, including movies that just ran virtually they're being they're honoring the fact that you know a lot of movies weren't able to to run in the theaters at all because typically for a movie to get nominated for an oscar it has to have a theater run of at least uh, i believe two weeks and it has to run in either uh new york or la Mm -hmm. and it also has to screen at a um at a movie festival Mm -hmm. so because of covid And because a lot of things like that were changed, there was either, you know, movies not being able to to screen um, in some way or another. They ended up waiving a lot of those rules. Uh, So a lot of movies that had run later in the year of 2019 still qualified. But because of COVID, they extended the date for 2020. And, um, yeah, a lot more movies were able to be considered. And even this year, the Oscar ceremony is late. It's in uh, late April, as opposed to usually it's, like, at the end of February, beginning of March. Like, we would have already had mm-hmm. the Oscars by now. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so because of that, you know, a lot more movies were, were considered contenders. And, um, yeah, and, and I think that's good because a lot of stuff, a lot of really good things came out this year, and it was only streaming. Um All right. So uh, so, yeah, I, I say uh, let's let's jump right into it. Let's dive. Well, in. I,
2: I, I got a quick question. Do you think this is going to be the this is going to be how it's going to be from now on? Like there's going to be more people involved as far as like people who get um, nominated and whatnot in all the movies that can be nominated. Um,
1: I think so. Excuse me. Oh, my God. That was,
2: that was rude um
1: yeah i think that they're gonna start to consider this as a like reputable source of screening because mm-hmm. yeah i mean talk about access like it used to be that movies had to air or movies had to have had to screen in certain areas just so the academy could even get the chance to watch them you know and now you can watch it from home with everybody yeah. else you know and I think that that's, that's a really good option to have because that, that opens up to so many more filmmakers, so many more creators, because again, like you could, like, let's say Joseph created one of his, you know, short films and it went viral. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's getting all this attention and he's getting messages from studios saying, hey, we want to, you know, broadcast this for you. We want to, you know, share it, whatever. Um that's that's exactly how how it could happen with you know so many more people as opposed to you have to go the route of finding a studio finding a pr agency to do it for you and um Mm -hmm. yeah this is just this is opening it up as i mean it it, it's been changing in the last couple years anyway so yeah i think that you know this will change stuff and if it doesn't i hope it it will be considered a a change so yeah we'll see because it's uh it's been interesting but um but yeah so uh let's start with the, the big one best picture so nominees The Father Judas and the Black Messiah Mank Minari Nomad Land Promising Young Woman Sound of Metal and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um I've seen let's see one, two, three, four, five of those movies, and mm-hmm. there's how many, how many five eight, I think, eight total.
0: Uh one, two, three,
1: seven four, five, six, seven, Yeah, seven. So to do the math.
0: Yeah. It's I've, been a long I've, day. I've seen seven. three and a half of those. <laughs> what was the half? Oh, Mank. 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 You know, I what it's
1: so funny enough, before the big blizzard here in Texas and everything went out. That was the last thing I saw before I lost power.
0: Oh, really? Um,
1: I finished it. I I enjoyed it. It was, I will admit, it was a bit of a pretentious movie in that. If you're not a fan of film, specifically like film history, Mm -hmm. you will not really get this movie. It won't have the same kind of appeal. And if you haven't seen Citizen Kane, it really will not make a whole lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Because it wasn't bad. But yeah, I was like, that's too many. That's too specific of a movie to really, you know, make an impact on Mm -hmm. on people. I don't know. What do y'all think?
0: yeah I feel like love it was a I feel it was a little too niche down um even for me you know you I mean y- y- you guys know me I'm a cinephile and and uh I love Citizen Kane I really do I love Orson Welles um he's a very prolific filmmaker um but dude man it was just so fucking hard for me to sink my teeth into that movie and and uh I, I never finished it I'm, I mean I'm, I'm gonna eventually get around to it especially now that it's been nominated but I I don't know what it what it really was about it that I just really couldn't get into it. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe now something's changed and and I'll I'll finish it.
2: No, I didn't watch it because one, I didn't I never saw Citizen Kane, and two, it just didn't look appealing to me. You don't so like that's bla- why I, You
0: don't mm-hmm. like blacks and white movies.
2: <laughs> uh, sure. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it uh. <laughs> stylistically it, it was cool you know i i think it'll win like uh you know production design and stuff like that because it, mm-hmm. it did look pretty cool and it was yeah. you know it, it felt very much like they transported you to the 30s and yeah so it, it looked great and it was also filmed <laughs> and meant to sound like it was mm-hmm. filmed on film which it wasn't um so yeah that was that was cute it wasn't and it yeah. looked
0: it was it was also stylized to emulate like a film in that era
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and it like very the, much it very much so did.
1: like there were breaks in the film where like you'd see like a hot spot from when it's you know running on the on I mean things used to run on actual lamps so you know yeah, yeah. a lot of film would get ruined but anyway yeah so it was it was fine. of, of all of those my who I think will win
0: is Nomadland
1: hmm well, I see that I did yeah. watch Nomadland. okay yeah
0: I'm gonna uh, watch it I, I uh sorry real quick um I just finished watching this video actually by the Ari uh, uh camera company they did like a quick behind the scenes for Nomadland and um because they use like Ari Alexa camera yeah I think Ari Alexa cameras but dude their their filming setup was really minimal like honestly looked like some shit that I did like it was literally like the camera guy, the director, a sound guy and like maybe a producer. So it was like four people and they're just like mm-hmm. um, following around. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Frances McDermott. Frances McDermott. Yeah, no. they were following her around and it was like, you know, mo- they said it, they had two cameras and one they would use handheld and then the other one was on a steady cam gimbal. Mm-hmm. So they would um they, they would just switch out. So when they wanted to do like the gimbal shots, they would use that. And then when they wanted handheld, they would just pick up the handheld. Um, So the the I guess the um, production aspect of it kind of really piqued my interest into the film. And it looks beautiful because it looks like they shot a lot of it during golden hour and stuff like that.
1: They really did. And they used the the advantage that they were filming in a lot of rural areas. So you had a lot a lot more natural light. Uh, And I mean, you know, this that is like one of the best gifts you could ever get when you're getting that natural light. I mean, there's no no way that your film is going to look bad.
0: Yeah, the sun is the best light. (laughs) Always, always.
1: And, you know, people can emulate it and there are great lighting designers out there that Mm -hmm. do a great job of making it look. I mean, nothing compares to the real Mm -hmm. thing, like, at all.
2: You know, the shadows and the, yeah. I was going to say, Hugo, do you think you could be one of those people who just live in a van for the rest of their life? (sighs) I don't think so. Like, I...
0: Well, he's already stuck in his apartment and he's going crazy yeah. uh,
1: no, shit. no no <laughs> shit i mean seriously like even here like the space mm-hmm. that i have is not small by any means but you know after a while you just kind of get so confined granted of course in this movie this woman the main character has no you know emotional ties or connections to anything Yeah, so,
2: yeah yeah i was that's what i was gonna say and when i watched the movie i was like that seems cool and adventurous, but it just seems very lonely.
0: Oh, so you watched it too, Edward?
2: Yeah, I saw it. It's on Hulu. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I really do recommend it. It was good. It was one of those that it built up in me after a while. When I first saw it, I was like, that was good. It didn't leave much mm-hmm. of an impact. But the more that I started yeah, thinking yeah. about it, I was like, yeah, that was pretty good. And you start learning a lot of, you know, little bit of tidbits, trivia about the movie. Again, like how you're saying, it was a really simple uh, production setup. And just that kind of goes to show with really good technology and somebody who's good at what they do, man, you've you've got a setup. You really mm. do. You know, it's it's helpful. Um yeah.
0: Ed, hey, real quick, Edward, did you did you like the movie or no?
2: I did, but I don't I don't I wouldn't pick it to win movie of the year in my opinion.
0: Oh uh, did you I watch it? I, be- I, hmm? Did you watch it because it was nominated or
2: um that plus also whenever i turn on hulu it was like one of the main things that popped Mm -hmm. up like Mm -hmm. watch this and i had heard about it and i saw people you know talking about that they had seen it and so i was like i'll give it a try and uh, i mean it was good but compared to some of the other ones that are on that list i i don't think it in my opinion i don't think it should win
0: this picture gotcha yeah what about what about you ugo did you watch it because it was nominated or had you heard of it before
1: I I mean, it's been the buzz for months now, you know, that this was going to be the movie to look out for, for, Mm -hmm. you know, award season. And I can see that it was good. Uh, I think it will win quite honestly, just because it's such an easy movie to watch. Like it didn't really make you feel Mm -hmm. anything, if that makes sense. Like I didn't feel like when I watched the trial of the the Chicago seven, you know, that's, that was made in a way to make you feel something. And again, Personally, I do really like that movie, and I think that like it it does stand a chance. Oh my god! Excuse me again. I haven't had beer in a while. <laughs> um, uh, sure. I do think it, it stands a, a stands a chance at winning. Personally, of that list of the ones that I've currently seen, y'all, I love the sound of metal. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah. that's what yeah. I would.
1: Honest, yeah. yeah. like it's it was such a stunning, like. It, it was such a stunning like, example of, of a world that we don't really know a whole lot about unless, mm-hmm. you know. And y'all did a great job dissecting it in the podcast. So really, like, if anybody's listening mm-hmm. to this, listen to that because they, they did a good job of going through it. We'll touch on it again, you know, here because I will bring him up again when it comes to Best Actor. But my mm-hmm. choice would have been Sound of Metal. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that it'll be uh, Land or The Trial of the Chicago Seven.
0: What I'm about um, Min- Minaru? Did any of y'all have any of y'all seen that one yet? I haven't seen it yet. I really I, want to I see. I saw it. it. So is it. Good? it I, ha- I haven't. Oh, you saw it, Edward? Yeah, I saw
2: it. I. It's it's good, but I still think Sound of Metal is is better than that one.
0: Oh, really? But yeah,
2: but yeah, I did like Minari. I, I thought they did a good job. But just I still the only reason I, I'm choosing Sound of Metal is because ugo is probably going to talk about that guy's performance but that was the first movie in a while that i actually felt really bad for the main character Mm. like like i was like i felt so bad for him
0: in sound of metal
2: yeah okay i think
1: that's a that's a good transition let's go to actor in a leading role so uh nominees are Rizamed for the sound of metal for sound of metal Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Stephen Yoon for Minari. Um, again, of those, I've seen three of them, of uh, Metal, Ma Rainey, and Mank. Um, mm-hmm. It's almost, they might as well start engraving it now. If Chadwick <laughs> Boseman is going to win. Like, there's no question about it.
0: Yeah. Is, is it? Do
2: you think he deserve it, or do you think they're going to give it to him because he passed away? And this is why I'm glad
1: we're talking about this here. Did he give an Oscar-worthy performance? Absolutely, he did a great job. That is a good movie. I actually really enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's a movie based off of a play, and you can tell because the two main characters have really long monologues a lot, and they're powerful. You know, because it plays a lot with class, with race with um you know how people look at at the music industry and just how artists are used for their you know uh for what they can give as instead of them you know people respecting them as artists and especially if you were black at the time you know um for any person of color because yeah he he did a really good job i i i really enjoyed it a lot it's no question that he's going to win Unless they give us a surprise winner like they did with uh, Olivia Coleman and Glenn Close. And even though it was Glenn Close, everybody was speaking Glenn Close, but really Olivia Coleman won. I think, yeah, there's almost no doubt he will win. However, I haven't seen the father. Apparently, the father is one of Anthony Hopkins' best roles to date. Mm-hmm. Um, He plays a a character who is developing uh, dementia. Mm -hmm. And so the movie is stylized in a way that you're seeing it through the eyes of him. Instead of, you know, kind of looking from the outside, you're seeing things happen with him. For example, he's talking to his daughter, actually played by Olivia Coleman, And then uh, he turns away, he looks at her again, and it's a different actress in the movie. Like it's a completely different person. And he's looking at her like, who's this? Who's yeah. This? And then he, you know, has to like think again. And it changes back to Olivia Coleman. So it's letting you know that he's even starting to forget things. And little details all throughout the movie. I haven't seen it. I've seen some clips, but that sounds really, you know, that sounds really intriguing. And again, I've heard that he just does a wonderful job, as does she. But again, I haven't to give my man, I have to give it to my man Riz Ahmed i would Mm -hmm. love to see him win for this why because when i watched this movie it took me to a place that when a movie can do this for me i know it's gold i forgot that i was watching a movie when i was watching him i literally i got so invested in it i actually forgot that i was watching a movie i thought this person was you know really going through this and he is a person an able person he can hear um, and I, I asked a friend of mine, actually, uh, the the guy who I know that was in the um, uh, There Will Be Blood, uh, Russell, He's he is deaf in real life. And I asked him, you know, have you seen this movie? And he said no. He was hesitant because he doesn't like when able people are playing somebody with a disability. And I told him, well, I think this might be a little bit of a difference because you see him going from hearing to non-hearing. So he has to at least, you know, <laughs> Um, be able to portray that not to say that uh, uh um a hearing disabled person wouldn't be able to but mm-hmm. you know i don't think he did a bad job but again you know that's me being fully hearing so i can't you know make a proper decision about that but yeah dude he was fantastic in that role
0: so so did your friend eventually watch it
1: uh i haven't asked him oh, okay uh, probably not but yeah um yeah. He, he would be my choice. I do, but it's, it's, it's Chadwick Boseman's. He's going to win. Yeah. I
0: haven't again, seen, I haven't seen the, the, the Ma Rainey one, so I can't mm-hmm. really say too much about it, but I, I definitely do want to watch it now just to. It's short.
1: It's, it's like an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's not, it's, and it's easy to watch too. Like it's, it's quick. Cause again, it's a play, so it's kind of like stylized as such and filmed as such. And it, it's good. Hmm. Yeah like it doesn't really change scenes it's all filmed in one like location um there are different you know things that happen all throughout but yeah it's, it's good i liked it and I, again I, I thought he was great but i do kind of think it's a little bit of a heath ledger situation that from the get-go this person was going to win mm. not to say that they weren't deserving not to say that he's not deserving he did a great job i'm please people understand that but I do think it's a little bit of a gimmick and I don't like when these things happen that they award somebody not based off of the performance, but just because they feel like it's the right thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's just my take on it, but, um, yeah.
2: I wonder, do you even remember who Heath Ledger was up against? I can't remember what movies were coming out that year. Um, not at the top of my head. Uh, I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. I'm just curious if it was like uh, controversial like oh, he only won because he died which I mean a lot of people thought of but I wonder what movies came out that he, he beat that you know pr- probably could have won also.
0: You know I legit don't even remember him winning <laughs> winning, winning the Oscar.
1: Uh, because I mean it was such a like you know obvious thing that was going to happen.
0: Right.
2: Well I, I think it was supporting actor right. It wasn't lead actress yeah yeah it
1: was so it was supporting um but uh oh that year it was oh i remember who i wanted to win so it was Heath ledger and the joker josh brolin and milk robert downey jr and tropic thunder um philip seymour <laughs> hoffman in doubt and michael shannon in revolutionary road which if you've not seen that movie is nope. real intense and michael shannon was super good in that movie mm. like mm. i do remember watching that and being like yeah i think he should win but again it, again Heed ledger was good it was yeah anyway, i just i i i think this might be a little bit of a different situation because chadwick wilson did a very very like standout job and he carried a lot of that movie it's just yeah. anyway um i don't want to get canceled <laughs> um so uh best actress in a leading role uh Viola Davis Ma Rainey's Black Bottom uh Andre Day the United States versus Billie Holiday Vanessa Kirby Pieces of a Woman Frances McDormand Nomadland and Carrie Mulligan Promising Young Woman mm. um I have to say I think this is the one that's a bit of a toss-up like yeah. I've heard huge praise for all of these ladies.
0: I I'll, I'll just say real quick the the two act the two performance I did see was Carrie Mulligan and Vanessa Kirby and dude I freaking love piece um I love both of the movies um but they're two very different films two very different performances mm-hmm. um yeah it, it'd be hard to pick I, I I would say though I think Vanessa Kirby gets gets the edge because it's more of a dramatic piece and dude you you just like really feel for her in that mm-hmm. movie and it's like almost like a roller coaster ride you know you, you you go from there's like a couple emotions when i was watching it emotions and i was like annoyed at her i was angry at her and then you you you, you become like very sympathetic towards her mm-hmm. and you feel for her and uh and there is this like huge there is this like long monologue scene too between like her and her mother because they have this big fight mm-hmm. and um it was good, man. I, I like that movie for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, I really like Promising Young Woman. Like I just I, I thought it was like really well made. I think it was like really interesting. It had a, it had a, a very good take <clears throat> on this like message of, you know, like that bro culture and, you know, guys raping women and all that stuff. So um yeah it it was an interesting take and i i really like that movie too but they're they're really different films and it it would be like if it was up to me it would be hard for me to pick but if i had to i would say vanessa kirby but the out of the two that i know yeah
1: yeah i i i I can agree with you i haven't seen i I actually have to admit i have not seen either one of those movies i haven't seen i didn't get a chance to see promising woman even though i've been wanting to see it
0: it's good Um, me too
1: but uh Pieces of a Woman, I just haven't brought myself to watch it because apparently it's a super downer. And I want to prepare myself for that. And I haven't been in that kind of a mood lately. But um, this one a film critic that I follow, he loved it. And he's like, that's my pick. I wish she would win all the awards because she just did such a good job, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think the popular vote might be uh, uh, Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. Um, just because, I mean, it was uh, because of the the entire, like, idea of the Me Too movement and rape culture, mm-hmm. and, and she did a good job, you know, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen it. So, have you seen any,
2: Edward? No, I I wanted to see Promising Young Woman. I remember that was one of the last movies when we were going, when it actually going to the movies that I saw a trailer, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I want to see that, but uh, just never got to. Either that or it kept getting pushed out. I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know Viola Davis was really good as Ma Rainey. Uh, she did a thing that I personally don't like when they uh, when they do this in movies. She was cast in a singing role and she did not sing her own stuff. It was mm. a really difficult, you know, style of music. Mm. But that wasn't like the main point of the film. It was, you know, her also her long monologues and they were they were really good.
0: Um, yeah. I, f- I feel like uh, Viola Davis is like gets nominated like every year. Right. And if Frances McDormand
1: were to win this one, uh, that would be a big that would be a big deal because she's won two Oscars uh, for Fargo and for three bill three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Um, but uh, she did a good job in this movie. But was it like that? Did she carry the whole thing? Or did she, was it that like impressive? I wouldn't say so. She did yeah. a great job though. But you know yeah so it was good so yeah i think the will win would be carrie mulligan i haven't seen it but i i would say should win would be vanessa kirby just because i've seen enough critiques that she has like the best overall like Mm -hmm. average of you know praise but
0: and she i didn't even know she was british so fun fact or something right uh yeah she's british she was in the
1: crown the first season first and second season of the crown she prayed she played uh, princess margaret promising young woman was written by uh emerald finale i believe is her name who currently plays camilla in the the season of the crown Hmm. Uh, camilla is prince charles's current wife famously known as the woman that he had been cheating on diana with
0: Oh, okay yeah
1: um so yeah she wrote this film and <clears throat> uh she directed it too she's nominated for her best director and i yeah i had no idea until i was watching the golden globes and i was like what the hell is she doing there and i'm like oh my god she wrote and directed this movie what the fuck that's super cool um so yeah there's a little bit of a the crown connection there oh. um yeah um let's go to directing then uh, nominations for directing uh oh the person's name is underneath sorry uh thomas fuck i cannot see that Viddenberg, vitterberg uh, david fincher for mank lee isaac chung and minari chloe zhao for nomadland and emerald finnell for promising young woman um i think also this one's kind of like set it's probably going to be chloe zhao uh, she's been getting a lot of praise for the again the directing style of this movie um and i and i agree i think it was really good one thing i didn't know was that they filmed a lot of this on location in these different spots but a lot of the cast members were actual like nomads they are people who really live that life like some of the characters that they give really long you know talks about their life out on the road and stuff they were legit just talking Damn. you know they were just talking about their life and some of those parts were like, to me, some of the best parts of the movie and their interactions were good. And so that is kind of a intimidating and risky thing to do when you're filming something because you're relying on pure improvisation. And that's yeah. not always the smartest thing to do, you know, um, because you may get to the editing room and you're like, well, this is what we have. And that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, So that does take a pretty good, you know, sense of direction. So I applaud her for that yeah
0: and that's for nomadland for
1: nomadland um
0: yeah that's yeah that's pretty interesting man that kind of like turns me on in the movie even more because that it kind of harks back to those um you know like neo-realist days where they um would do shit like that because they didn't have budgets to like shut down stores and stuff like that so they would just tell the actor hey go in here and order something or whatever and then they would just follow them with the camera you know and catch like real interactions and stuff like that so that's pretty that's pretty cool i respect that style i like that i wonder what it's
1: risky but yeah
0: yeah i wonder what the um budget was on that film
1: that's a good question i wouldn't assume it's a lot to be
2: quite honest right Um,
0: yeah because it seemed very minimal
2: yeah
0: i'm surprised they let cameras
2: inside amazon i mean because i mean usually you're not supposed to but i guess since they're like a movie company they're like oh, yeah, shoot, shoot, whatever you want.
0: Oh, they filmed in the Amazon place? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: because that's, like, where she starts off. She's, like, she's, like, working at Amazon and then, because, you know, Amazon, they get busy seasons, like Christmas oh, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. once that's over, yeah, she moves on to, like, another place.
0: Oh, I got you. Yeah, so,
2: I mean, I'm sure it was some kind of a deal they worked out,
1: like, hey, right. pretty much giving you, not like they need it, but giving you free yeah. promotion. Um, yeah, I'm actually Thank- kind of surprised that Aaron Sorkin wasn't nominated. What did he write? Oh, uh, the, the Trial of the Charles Chicago Seven. 7. He directed, yeah, he wrote and, he directed, and directed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm surprised that he wasn't nominated, and anyway, because it was really good. I thought it yeah. was a a great movie, but
0: yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. So let's go to the the writers then. So for writing,
1: where is it? I have it here. Uh, adapted screenplay.
0: Oh wait. Oh go. No, I'm sorry. So did, did you have a pick for director? Uh, Chloe Zhao. I okay. I agree.
1: That one is the and I should. She did, she did Nomadland? Madland. She didn't know Madland. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Edward, do you have one or no? No, I'll just go with Nomadland because that's I think out of
2: that list. Besides Minari, that was the only one I saw.
0: Okay, yeah, but, I feel like but a I would decent. go with that. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them.
1: <laughs> hey, dude, we get busy. I haven't seen. I I need to add a lot of these to you know my queue because I I need to watch these. Yeah. Um. So yeah, adapted screenplay. Um. The uh, Borat. I'm not gonna read the whole name because it's a very long name. Um. And there's a bunch of writers in that. Uh. The father. Nomadland, One Night in Miami, and The White Tiger. Um,
0: one Night in Miami. What's that about? So what's about with
2: the? Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go for it. No, no, no you say, go for it. I saw that one. That's on Amazon Prime. It's when uh, Muhammad Ali, Sam Cooke, um, uh, Malcolm X, and I forgot the other one. They all come together in this hotel room in Miami. They're Malcolm X is just kind of telling them, like, you know, we need to use our voices and this platform we have to you know uh, say what needs to be said about our you know the black people yeah and um it, it was pretty good um now was it now was it compared to like the movies that are in the best best movie category no but uh i mean it was good and i know regina king i think either she directed it or wrote mm-hmm. it or something. she directed it yeah
0: and it's an adapted screenplay yeah was it based As, off I, a novel or? I
1: think it's, yeah, it's based off a of novel. It's a fictionalized, you know, uh, story of these people meeting together because to my knowledge, I don't think that ever happened, that they were uh, all together in one place, in a hotel room.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Um, but it's the night that uh, Muhammad Ali is going to fight. And that's kind of like what it's all leading up to. Um, who's, uh, who's
0: he fighting? What's the fight? Do you remember or no? Uh,
2: Joe Frazier.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah.
2: And Rumble. Jim Brown is actually the other, other one.
0: Mm. i think that's uh that's pretty cool man
1: yeah i've heard it's a really good movie um i think even one of them is nominated for uh supporting actor but uh but yeah uh i think this one's an easy it's probably gonna be uh well i wouldn't say easy because surprisingly enough critics really liked borat It was funny. I didn't think it was bad. Like I thought it was. It was was a fun movie. You know, obviously very politically charged. Right. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, it was. It was fine. I do think it probably be Nomadland, to be honest. Um, Just because it has a lot of push behind it, anyway. So more than likely, it'll. it'll And who who wrote that one? Uh, Chloe Zhao. Oh,
0: cool. So So she she wrote. She wrote and directed.
1: She might be another. bong joon ho like with parasite yeah sweep. oh
0: man city. you know i went and I, I recently watched his movies uh memories uh no no not memories of murder of uh, mother he, he actually made a movie called mother before the darren Ar- aronofsky one dude okay. it is really good like where'd you watch it um what was it on send me the link it's on it's on one of those uh, free it's not the illegal one but it's like a free streaming like peacock or Tubi mm-hmm. or something like that yep. yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so i had commercial breaks but it, it was really good yeah I, I would i would highly recommend watching it man you i mean can, yeah
1: he's really like well revered in the yeah. film world so
0: it makes but, sense but yeah sorry to get off topic real quick i want to ask about the uh chloe's out so um do you think She's going to be getting more push because now, you know, all this, these attacks on Asian people and now this, you know, stop hate on the Asian communities, you know, um, this kind of little movements popping up. Do you think that's going to affect maybe the nomination in her favor? Not to say that this um, not to not to say that that all this bad stuff is a positive thing, but
1: no. Yeah, that's a fair question. I mean, it's kind of the similar, you know, way we think of it, which had with Bozeman. Uh, yeah i think it might help but the thing is that there's been a lot of push and promotion for this movie for a while now before that i don't think it was going to change much of anything or
0: do you think people will say that do you think if she wins do you think people take away from her because they're saying oh you know this political climate and they only gave it to her because you know for for whatever well yeah you know that that's that's fair you know that's fair criticism it's not fair criticism but it is probable criticism because they did that with parasite right they yep. people got up in arms when uh they won best picture
1: yeah mm-hmm. so of
0: you know so uh-huh. i don't even know i asked the question now that i think about it yeah. i'm sure some right-wing dipshit uh knees out that'll say something mm-hmm. like that somebody from gonna Lock- hey. post about it <laughs> <laughs> somebody hey. from where
2: hey where'd
0: you get that uh, where the heck is lockhart where'd so you find we, that we have less than a minute by the way yeah. my friend amy uh my friend amy gave it to me uh, she's from, uh, you know you know amy she's from lockhart too. yeah all right so original screenplays original google who, who screenplay. do we got? we
1: got judas and the black messiah minari <laughs> promising young woman sound of metal trial of the chicago seven um I oh, think, so Aaron Sarkin yeah. did get uh, nominated. Yeah, he did, but he just uh. didn't get nominated for best director. Oh, okay. Um, I, I got you. I really, honestly, was kind of surprising to me. Um, not, I mean, I'm not mad at it, but I just I was really surprised because um, I don't know that other movie, Another Round. I don't. I know that it's it's one of those that it's nominated for international film, and uh, it got a lot of praise, like at Cannes and stuff like that. So I. I guess I'm. I shouldn't be surprised, um, mm-hmm. but I thought you know Aaron Sorkin's more of like a household name here in the U.S., mm-hmm. so he would have been nominated. But I mean, he's, you know, still, he's still nominated.
0: You know, he was uh, 50 years old when he, he directed his first movie. Yeah, that's crazy. And
1: Cl- Chloe Zhao only ever done like two movies.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. So that's why,
1: like, that's her. That's the big like push like, about her. The big like you know buzz around her is that she hasn't been around for very long, and she's already not only nominated for an Oscar, she's probably likely going to win. And yeah, yeah it's just kind of like giving hope to, you know, uh, to people like that. Yeah, it's, it, a lot of people can do it. And because um, I think Nomad Land's her third movie and then she's doing uh, um, The Eternals. Is that what it's called? Oh, really? Um, yeah. She directed she's, that? She's directing that. Yeah. 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 Or uh, I
2: guess, is it already? Uh, I think it's finished. Yeah,
1: The Superheroes? hmm
2: mm-hmm. yeah uh, wow so
1: yeah um so yeah that's the big like buzz around her is that you know she's uh, only done very few things but it's been impactful enough that they're like hey she's really good so anyway wow. um i think the one that is a safe choice to win would be the trial of the chicago seven it's merited it's really good erin sorkin is a great writer um i have to say i think the promising young woman might 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 also be a contender and may even win. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of buzzer on Emerald Fennell. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think she won like the Writing Guild Award and she's won a bunch of other stuff too already. Mm-hmm. She won the Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's been on a winning streak in that sense. So she may even have you know this one coming her way as well. Um, which I really want to see it shit. I may even it tonight. <laughs> um,
0: but, there's um well, there's a lot of uh um uh, women being included uh in these um uh, nominations where it's a uh, you know directors and writers and adapted screenplays mm-hmm. and stuff like that where in the past it hasn't hasn't been so many right
1: yeah and i mean that's just the fault of the industry in general you know they never really gave women a, a, a shot to take it on on their own just because you know for some reason, there's still this idea that women are a niche market, and mm. you know they're not going to make enough money. And ult- ultimately, this is a business, but in reality, they're some of like the strongest and best like elements of the industry. You right. know, so no, yeah, yeah, it's cool.
0: No, that is cool. That's 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 good, man. I think um, you know more inclusion uh, is is definitely a better thing because I'm a big fan of hearing stories written from the perspective of different people of races and genders Mm -hmm. and you know um i I think you know it's important to to have a a mixture of everything you know
1: yeah i
2: agree i agree Hey, what was
1: that category original screenplay
2: okay i was gonna say out of all those i really enjoyed uh judas and the black messiah i don't know if you got to see that one
1: no i had put it on my queue for the
0: longest time and then i'm like oh I'll watch
1: it today i'm like oh cool it got taken off hbo yeah yeah uh, damn
0: edward really where, 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 where you been watching these movies man Shit! You, thanks they're for the invite. on hbo max no thanks for the invite no invite
2: oh you can come oh, yeah i can say.
0: this guy got the covid vaccine and he's too good for everybody now Okay, I've had the no. first one, so Oh, you I did get, too? When I get <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> I need I need to get it. Uh <laughs> I, how did I've you never get,
1: been huh? How did you get it? I was about to say, I've never been so happy to be overweight by medical standards in the US. I am obese. You so fucking liar, dude. I qualified under uh, 1B. Fuck so That's a medical, weight. That's a, it's a medical condition. It's all this ass, you know. Thick with TCs. Yeah. Thick. No, that's cool, so, man. Get yeah, me. I did qualify, and um, I will say the process to get it was a bitch. Like, I, it that is that's pretty messed up. Like, imagine all these you know elderly people who don't have access to a computer that just will not understand the way to to get through it, and they're not technologically literate, and yeah. It was a mess for me, no, to, For me, you know, and yeah. anyway, but now it's going to open up to everybody. So I hope they're going to do more drive through, you know, vaccines and hey, real, qu- real quick. How did you feel after you got yours? I was fine. I was a little sore the next day. I got it on a Wednesday, but that Saturday I was so fatigued. I was tired mm-hmm. all day long. Like yeah, I, just, yeah. I didn't have energy for anything. And I had a little bit of a fever that night. I could feel I oh, like, yeah. oh yeah I'm, I'm warm like I, I definitely know it's a little hotter in here than it typically is so <laughs> but I mean it, it went away yeah, yeah it does I get my second one I think next week so cool yeah so after that back to the whole life and orgies happening at my
0: place yeah right you know it never stopped y'all will get, y'all get <laughs> personal
1: invites
0: who you fooling yeah, no, you should see me right now it's tight, it was tight. <laughs> oh, oh. Damn. all right next subject yeah. what are we <laughs> um
1: film editing we have um the father nomad land promising young woman sound of metal trial of the chicago seven so of those i've seen three I definitely think it'll either go to Nomadland or Sound of Metal, in my opinion. Um, yeah. For the mere fact that Chloe Zhao is once again nominated in this category, she's the sole editor of this film, which I think is outstanding. Damn.
0: Oh my um, god, dude! She's a fucking filmmaker after my own heart. <laughs>
1: dude, her exactly, exactly what her, Alfonso Cuaron, John, uh. Bong Joon-ho, I hope I am no, I'm butchering no, you're, No,
0: you're saying it right, Bong Joon-ho, yeah.
1: Um, they all are so involved like that. In Yaritu, yeah. they do the same thing. They're involved from like every one of those steps, including editing. And I've always thought like, man, I know if I ever make it to a point where I want to make a you know, feature film like this, fuck, I would feel so awkward letting somebody else edit this. Not to say that I don't trust anybody. Like, you know, if you were like, oh, I want to edit this for you, I'd be like, I trust you but imagine mm-hmm. passing that off to just the studio and they're like oh we'll do it
0: oh dude you know it'd be so cool if she won for all three everything she's nominated for editing yeah. writing and fucking directing that'd be badass
1: and again this is it would be merited it was it was wonderfully put together I have to,
0: oh yeah i'm gonna have to watch that um i want to say real quick so i was really recently watching this episode of the um show chef not the movie but you know you know the show on netflix Mm -hmm. it's based off the movie it's got john favreau and he goes around cooking and so he um he's he's there's an episode and he's talking about when he came to austin and he he shoots an episode with robert rodriguez but they don't show him talking about it and he talks about it later on and he said that um robert rodriguez told him like dude you got to edit your own stuff like you know you spend all this time filming it and it's like, it's like cooking, you know, when you're, when you're cooking, uh, you're, you're putting all the ingredients together or no, how did he, how did he use the analogy? Um, filming it is like getting all the, is getting, buying all the ingredients when you film it. And then the editing is the cooking when you're mixing and cooking all the ingredients. And so John Favreau said he took his advice and he actually, he's not, you know, he's not credited as the editor, but he said he would edit scenes and segments of, Uh, I think he said like jungle book or whatever, one of those big movies he directed, he he said that he started incorporating that into his filmmaking process where he would start putting stuff together, um, before it actually went to the editing, editing, real editor. So, yeah. Um, I love, I love editing, man. Like that is one of my favorite things to do. It's, it's cool to, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's cool to see how things come together, um, you know and how you can manipulate them and and change change scenes and dialogue and moods and stuff like that so anyways i agree
1: i agree and i think that that's why like if this were to win i'd completely be cool with it um but i also loved how the sound of metal was i keep calling it the sound of metal it's just sound of sound of metal um Mm -hmm. uh like like the sound of music uh like the way that that movie was also put together really worked and I feel like half the time editing makes or breaks how continuously you know understandable the story can be you know a great script is obviously really important it's all it's all you know it's all important right yeah but the actual layout of how they're putting this film together it, it was just it was really good in The Sound of Music. I, oh, my God. Sound of Metal. Um, and I, I, I just, I really enjoyed it. But I wouldn't be surprised if Nomadland won. Um, yeah.
0: Well, a lot of people say yeah. that the second uh, the second d- director is the editor because that's where the film is assembled and, and actually, you know, created. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's, you know, we we're just talking about a Justice League, for example. Um, yep. You have Josh Whedon's version and then you have Zack Snyder's version. And, uh, you yep. know. Y- you get two totally different movies that some people enjoy much more because it was edited and, sh- and filmed a certain way. So
1: that's a fantastic reference. You know, mm-hmm. they're basically two different movies, you mm-hmm. know, and yes, the ultimate ending was the same, but you know, the way you got there was completely different. And right. again, I, I just, I, I love to appreciate that about films. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think uh, that, that might be a, another toss up that we won't be able to see. Because again, even the trial of the Chicago seven was a really good, well put together movie, you know, like
0: excellent film. Yeah. yeah. Excellent edited film.
1: mm -hmm. It was an easy story to follow and it helped because of the editing.
0: And it was entertaining too.
1: It was very entertaining. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, I actually have not seen like a lot of the, I've only seen two for uh, best animated feature film. So Mm -hmm. even though this is another one that it's pretty set, Who's gonna win? Um, So nominees are Onward, Over the Moon, A Shaun of the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. No idea where that was, but cool. Soul and Wolfwalkers. Mm -hmm. Um, apparently Wolfwalkers is really good. I haven't seen it. It's on Apple TV. Um, What's it called? Wolfwalkers.
2: I know about the Walkers.
1: Yeah. Okay. What did you hear?
2: Wolfwalkers. (laughs) yeah
1: that's what that's what i heard That's what I was like wolf fuckers <laughs> now um it's about these like little kids that are part of a tribe or something like that in scotland i believe that they can mm-hmm. turn into wolves um and it's supposed to be really okay. good i haven't seen it but it's supposed to be cute but, yeah. And what's supposed to win soul like there's no question that soul is good I, is it good you've seen it i haven't seen it it was nice yeah it was it was good it wasn't mm. like um you think it's Inside, better than onward? Yes, I think it's better than onward. Um, it wasn't. I think it was kind of trying to get the same emotional feelings as Inside Out. It didn't, but there was a moment in that movie that I even I got a little choked up. That I was like, oh yeah, that that was that was it. That was a good moment. Um, but it was it wasn't bad. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. So I think it, if it were to win, I'd be like, yeah, I'm I'm not surprised. You know, did y'all watch it?
2: Uh, out of all those the only one i saw was onward
1: yeah onward was good but yeah soul is it's uh it it's i mean yes a little kid could appreciate it because there's parts of it that are silly but mm-hmm. as an adult you really like get it you know you're it's kind of dealing with like literally the meaning of life and um the way that they get there it's done comedically and you kind of like you empathize a lot. You're seeing stuff. that You're like, well, damn, like that's happened to me. You know, like I've questioned that or I've gone through that, and yeah, it was it was really good, and it has an awesome message at the end. So yeah, mm-hmm. I check it out, and yeah, I think it's gonna win. Um, yeah, so now we, the two we have left are the supporting acting roles. So actress mm-hmm. in a supporting role, Maria Bakalova in Borat. Glenn Close in Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Colman in The Father, Amanda Seyfried in Mank, and Yoo Jung Yoon in Minari.
2: Mm.
0: Oh. Um, I just I want the chick, chick from Borat.
1: <laughs> honestly, quite honestly, I think she's the leading contender. Nice. Right. Yes. Because she's gotten a lot of praise. She was hilarious in the movie. Too. Yeah, like, yeah. She was him. great. Yeah. I feel like more so than Bora, she kind of carried the movie. Like mm-hmm. I was only looking forward to hearing her be on, on screen. Um, and uh, yeah, like I I wanna say I think she's the she's the one to beat. Um, I haven't seen again, I haven't seen the father, but apparently Olivia Coleman was super good in it. The only reason I don't think we'll show in is because she just won an Oscar not too long ago um amanda seyfried and mank bleh, whatever like she was fine it wasn't bad but she was barely in the movie like if you were like oh did you see amanda seyfried and Mank?" and be like what are you talking about and, oh, yeah, yeah she's in the movie. um i haven't seen minari so i can't make a do you know who that lady is
0: i've never heard uh, of her name i don't know
2: i don't know i don't know if it's the wife or the grandma so i I'm think it's sure. a grandma i think it's an older lady oh she, I, love, she looks...
0: I love old ladies I know. she was
2: good she was good but she didn't have she didn't have that many lines to be honest you know what uh i don't know if you guys know this but that's the only reason they weren't nominated for best movie at the golden globes because they're i guess you have to have over 50 percent of the movie in english for it to be considered for it to be considered for best movie i didn't know that and the majority of it is like in uh, korean i guess
0: even though it's from That's an American director or an American writer and um, distributed and Golden, by
2: Americans. And the
1: Golden Globe is the Hollywood foreign press. So it's no. literally like press members from other countries. That's insane. Them. Yeah. Go figure. No. um Funny enough, a little bit of trivia Glenn Close is somehow nominated for Hillbilly Elegy, even though i got super panned by the critics. It was not very good to the point she's actually nominated for the Razzie for worst supporting actress in the same year. She's nominated for the same role as best actress. Is that a, is that a first time? Uh, I don't know if that's a first time, but that has not happened often. Yeah. Typically it's been like, there have been other times where an actor or actress is nominated in the same year that they're nominated for an Oscar, but for different movies. Like for example, um, the same year that uh sandra bullock won her oscar she was nominated for worst actress in the proposal Mm. um and if i'm not mistaken i think she showed up and she accepted it and stuff and like it was a bit i mean it's for fun you know Yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah uh that's weird i think it's a little bit of damage control even though I don't think she's going to win. Like, I wonder if she deserves to win. I
0: wonder how that happened. I bet you a lot of those like members who vote who didn't even see her performance were just like, oh, Glenn Close, I know her. Check. Exactly. Let's exactly. get her in the nomination box.
2: Yeah. I didn't think that movie was bad. Did you watch it? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't care to watch no? it. I not I've, I've never heard the of it. The
1: trailer was the most movie trailer ever. Like, it was, I was oh. like, oh my God. I, know exactly what this movie's about. I know it's going to happen. I can tell you the ending right now. Like, I don't need to see this. Maybe I'll watch it if I'm bored. Mm-hmm. But it's not on the top of my list. I got you. Yeah. But did you like it?
2: Yeah. I mean, what? I didn't have no issues with it. Was she? Good I was to- just... A, yeah, because she plays the grandma. So I guess she was... Um, from what I remember, it's kind of sad, kind of funny kinda type of movie. Mm-hmm. But I was just surprised that the, the guy... That uh, the movie portrays, he's not that old, and he, I guess he went and wrote like an autobiography about himself, and they made a movie about it. He can't. I don't think he's that old, to be honest with you.
1: But yeah, I think Miss Borat is the one to beat. So I think she that would win. be. That would be really cool because mm-hmm. I, I even think she's like, what the fuck is everybody's problem? Like, why are you loving me in this movie? Because uh-huh. like, she's been getting all kinds of awards. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. I think it's good. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, she was good, like thoroughly did a good job. I was entertained and mm-hmm. she captivated me enough to like the movie. So, <laughs> what um, have been her
2: acceptance speech? She's all thank you, Rudy Giuliani.
1: She should. Yeah. Thank you for trying to. No, nope, we're not going to do that. Um, so, uh, last one I have here actor in a supporting role uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Trial of the Chicago Seven. Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami, Paul Racy, uh, Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield in Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm. Uh, there's a little bit of controversy with this one because I've not seen the movie, but apparently one of those is the main character. And Yeah, um, for, for which one? For Judas and the Black Messiah? Yeah, apparently that guy, that Lakeith Stanfield, he was in... Uh, uh, Lakeith. Lakeith? Right. How yeah. do you pronounce it? Lakeith? yeah yeah they they he's he's the
0: one from or uh, they're he's both in get, in get out they're both in get out right
1: yeah yeah they are yeah, but I was gonna say he's the one in get out that uh he's the he says get out uh, they, right? they take the photo of him <laughs> post hypnotized yeah 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 they take yeah, his yeah. His he's yeah. like yeah.
0: get but, out yeah, they're,
1: they're both in get out um but apparently he's the main character
0: oh, I want to say um the other guy, what's the other guy's name Daniel Kalua dude, I had no idea that guy was um British or whatever he's like. Mm-hmm. I had no, I had no idea. Yeah. I thought he was American this whole time. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just found that out right now from you. Riz Ahmed is also British. Oh yeah, I knew he was. Yeah. 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 But I had because I had I heard that guy talking um in some interview and he and he had an accent and I was like I had never heard that before. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, dude, I always thought he was American or something.
1: Like John Boyega, Mm -hmm. too, when uh, he's in Star Wars and he has an American accent for some reason. Oh, yeah. And then you hear him speak and you're like, oh, you're like hella British. Mm -hmm. You're like, you have the Adele accent. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I again, I kind of think this is a little bit of a toss up. I thought I thought the guy from Sound of Metal did a great job you know he's actually
2: which which one is that is
1: that is that the teacher that he um he actually can sign you know like he he has I think his both of his parents are deaf yeah um and uh yeah uh he he did a good job in it I haven't seen Judas and the Black Messiah but I know that Daniel Kaluuya is like up there um that he's Mm. really good in it um quite honestly my choice would be Sasha Baron Cohen I thought he was so good in Trial of the Chicago 7. Like, it was a perfect mix of comedic, but really, like, good dramatic acting. Like, he wasn't overly dramatic. He wasn't cheesy, Borat comedic. He proved his range. And I think that that's, that's impressive. And that deserves to be, you know, merited. So, I would love if he were to win, to be honest. And... Mm. I think he has a good chance um yeah, yeah, it just depends on I haven't seen the the Judas and the Black messiah so uh,
0: yeah it's it's hard to like make a call, but yeah, I kind of agree with that I think he did a great job too and we you know we discussed it in the other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward, you have seen
2: both of those right? yeah, well now that I know that lakeith is is dominating he's gonna win I wouldn't you know? I'd be surprised if he doesn't win yeah well he, because I, I really did think he was the main character. And he did a great job, and now that you're saying he's supporting an actor, mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you have the that's two the main controversy.
0: guys? controversy? Yeah, okay,
2: I got you. So, and, who, and I, so,
0: who was the main character in the movie then? I mm-hmm. would
2: say Lakeith Stein or Stainfield was uh, the main the main because yeah. that's who it revolves around. Apparently,
1: like, even he was surprised that he got nominated for supporting actor.
2: Yeah, I would take that yeah. award though, Fuck it yeah, because yeah. I mean, he's he's only been around for what not even a, whole, a decade, and that dude got that dude got range.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. uh he's definitely um stacked up some performances and he's got he's he's created a lot of buzz in a lot of the the movies and TV shows he's been in so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see it. Um Yeah. Is that, end, it. is that I, the I end of the it. list
1: Google? Uh, yeah, those are the main because then the other ones, it's like sound design and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I got gotcha. uh, animated um, short film documentary, all that, you know.
0: Yeah. Real quick. I just want to talk about the documentary one. Um, So this YouTuber, well, this YouTuber's name is Casey Neistat. His brother started YouTubing and he made a video kind of promoting his friend, um, the director of the do- of this documentary called Time that's not actually nominated mm-hmm. for um, uh, best documentary or whatever. Yeah. Um, the, the filmmaker's name is, uh, her name is Garrett Bradley. And yeah. uh, I guess essentially the doc, it sounds like a really good uh, documentary. I want to watch it. It's called time. It's on uh, Amazon prime. And mm-hmm. it's about a guy uh, who's serving a 60 year prison sentence for robbery. Uh, and uh, his wife is kind of like com- campaigning to get him released because it was just, committed i mean all it says in the review is like committed in a moment of in the early 90s in a moment of desperation so it sounds like it's something that like a crime now that you probably get like 10 to 20 years or something as opposed to like 60 years and i don't i don't know i don't know the details but I, i mean it sounds like it wasn't it wasn't like a big a big um punishable offense and and you know he's a black mm-hmm. guy so it looks like they threw the book at him so um yeah mm-hmm. i just wanted to bring that up time it looks really interesting it's 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 nominated for best documentary and i, I want to watch it so
1: that mm-hmm. one's also nominated against um my octopus teacher
0: oh yeah that was a um, good movie so man oh, you'll have so to heartbreaking. you'll have to
1: watch it and uh it's another one that i'm like i know it's gonna be sad i yeah. don't want to be sad like yeah and yeah even though i watched the, like the trial of the and i'm like i'm not mad i'm not sad i'm just extremely pissed off but
0: yeah yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: i don't know I, I i'll get around to watching those i, I know i will
0: yeah my octopus teacher is really good i like that movie yeah so it well, is sad but well, it's good you'll have
1: to watch you'll have to watch time and let us know what uh, what would be your pick
0: yeah let's watch mm. it let's do an episode on it yeah that'd be good Lug like it, um, all right, guys. Well, I appreciate everybody who's listening. I hope, um, you know, y'all got some insight. Let us know whether you agree or disagree with our uh decisions and if you've seen all the movies. Um, yeah, appreciate it. Any final thoughts, guys?
2: Um, no, <laughs> God, I <don't... laughs>
1: Easy way to sum it up. Um, one thing the oscars did i think they announced it today today's the 20 what 24th 24th yeah 24th 25. um they will not be doing uh a virtual show like they're not gonna uh-huh. do like Zoom and stuff like that yeah so That's- they're kind of under a little bit of you know criticism because some people are still choosing to be you know um uh, Socially distant as they, as they, you know, very well deserve to be if they, they're not comfortable, but <clears throat> for the Oscars not to allow some kind of an option like that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a little weird. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm assuming they're going to go ahead and like change
0: that, but I don't know. It that's might a- be masked up. I don't know. Yeah. I heard that. You know what it was, to be honest, that the Emmys their was it the Emmys, right? Their ratings were terrible or the Golden Globes is the Golden um yeah, the Golden Globes, Golden were Globes bad. right? It yeah. but also
1: it was a messy show. It didn't look good. Honestly, I didn't watch the Grammys, but I saw that they at least did it kind of better. Right. But my assumption, at least, you know, my ignorance, right, is that they're probably telling some studios like, Hey, Taylor Swift should be there that night. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Like, she definitely should be in the audience that night. Mm. Same with Beyonce. She she I know she doesn't want to perform she should definitely be there kind of like yeah i uh, win something so they better at least be there um so yeah i'm assuming that it's gonna be they're gonna change some some option but as of right now it's not
0: no life i mean they have a packed house i mean at least do the people who are nominated right I would think mm. it's just people who are nominated. right. That's what like, I would say. No, no, no agents, no friends, no family, nah, nah, nah. No, like, no spouse. Just like if you're nominated, you might
1: get a plus one if yeah. you're a celebrity. But if you're nominated, like let's say you know, us three were nominated for an award. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just y'all.
0: Yeah. Best we'll short documentary Back to the Feature, the making of a podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, it's all
2: the, it's all accepting on behalf of Back to the Feature. It's all yeah yeah. He
1: goes out yeah. there. It's all no <laughs> accepting on behalf of uh Back to the Feature is all over.
0: Oh. Uh, I don't want him
1: to get COVID in a
0: little bit. <laughs> of time. It's yeah smoking a joint. All right, guys. <laughs> um all right guys well um yeah edward if you don't have anything to say i'm gonna go ahead and end in the end this bad boy
2: no it's good to see you back Hugo. All right likewise glad to be here vessels mm-hmm.
0: mm. all right guys well thank you everybody for listening i hope you enjoyed the podcast and we look forward to next week when we take you back to the future bye
2: bye, bye. get vaccinated